a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, Title 42, the COVID-19 pandemic policy that has restricted the number of immigrants allowed into the United States and what the United States can do with those, especially that come across illegally because of the pandemic, may be ending on Monday next week. But does the Biden administration have a plan to deal with what may be a surge, a significant surge in migrants at the southern border? Well, yesterday, a visit to the border by Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas has left many, including many Democrats, with a lot of questions. So, as I said, the Homeland Security Secretary uh, went to the border yesterday, and I want to dip into some of the things that he shared uh, because it does have a lot of people confused in terms of where we are and what is likely to come next when Title 42 uh, ends and is lifted on Monday of next week. Uh, Secretary Mayorkas said that the end of Title 42 does not necessarily mean the border's wide open. It is very important to note that while, of course, we are preparing for the end of Title 42, based on the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's decision, that it will end on May 23rd, that does not mean that the border is open beginning on May 23rd. We continue to enforce the laws of this country. We recognize that with the end of Title 42, there very well may be an increased surge in migration, and we have to equip them with the resources and capabilities to address that increase as well. We're a nation of immigrants, and we are also a nation of laws, and we enforce the law, and we will continue to do so. So there's many things that the secretary said that I absolutely agree with. Uh, I thought what he said there, that we are a nation of immigrants and we are a nation of laws. That is absolutely right. Uh, The challenge, I think, for the administration comes in some of this mixed messaging in terms of, uh, on one hand, they're still saying we are in the midst of a pandemic. If you listen to our last section with Michael Farron, you know that the government continues to spend money, quote, because of the pandemic. Uh, And again, a lot of that money is getting rerouted to things like football stadiums, uh, which I don't think is part of the pandemic strategy. But, you know, some people have made the pandemic a strategy for uh, for getting their hands on a lot of that money. Uh, So on one hand, the administration is saying that uh, we're still in the pandemic, so we need to spend more there. On the other, they're saying, well, we're far enough along that we don't need Title 42 anymore uh, as it relates to uh, immigration at the border. Uh, and so that part of the mixed message, I think, gets gets really challenging and really tricky. Secretary Mayorkas said the administration is planning for different scenarios to address the flow of migration. We are addressing uh, a level of migration that is um, historic, and they are doing an extraordinary job in managing the current flow. As um, the plans that we published uh, a few weeks ago evidence. What we have done is not necessarily predict 
the flow that we might encounter, but rather we have planned for different scenarios that could, in fact, materialize. Secretary Mayorkas said that uh, sending more resources to the border, that they will be sending more resources to the border as part of this strategy. We are surging resources to the southwest border, personnel, facilities, medical resources, transportation. So as we look at how that all plays out, again, the messages are mixed. We're, we're, we don't have more people coming to the border. We have a lot more people coming to the border, historic levels coming to the border. Uh, there's no issue there. We're planning for all the issues there. Uh, and so there seems to be a, a lot of back and forth in terms of, of what's going on, including how things apply with Title 42. We are now using Title 8 in a number of different contexts, but we, we, what we will be doing is expanding that use. If Title 42 or when Title 42 is no longer something that we are able to use under the CDC's direction, then we will only use that immigration enforcement authority. So uh, so, so there I think it, he's given some perspective again in terms of, well, Title 42 goes away, but we still have all of these other things that we can use in terms of enforcement. But let's get to the practical, tactical side of it all. Senator Mark Kelly, uh, who is a Democrat in Arizona, uh, said that he wants to see a plan. He wants to see the plan (laughs) that the administration keeps touting before the administration lifts Title 42. Again, it's scheduled to be lifted next Monday. You know, when I was at NASA, I spent 15 years at NASA, and we would prepare for um, the things we would expect, but we would also plan for contingencies. In this case, this administration hasn't done either of those things. Uh, so I want to see a comprehensive plan that's put in place before Title 42 is lifted. So that's a, that's a-, a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Important message coming from Senator Mark Kelly, again, Democrat from Arizona. That was an interview he did uh, this morning with our sister station, KTAR, down there in, Cal- in, in Arizona. Excuse me. Uh, Senator Kelly went on to say that while Title 42 doesn't need to be in place forever, Without a plan or without an ability to remove some of those migrants and some of those illegals that have come across, Border Patrol and communities are simply going to be overwhelmed. I don't think Title 42 needs to be in place forever. Um, But uh, until this administration comes up and and starts to execute on a plan, um, we need to, to, to leave things the way they are right now and uh, to give Border Patrol, CBP, the ability to expedite removal uh, to Mexico for certain individuals. Because if we, if, if we just allow this to expire, uh, we're going to see chaos at the southern border and law enforcement and border communities are just going to be overwhelmed. 
And I agree with Senator Kelly. And Senator Kelly obviously is uh, in a very purple state uh, that is also a border state. Uh, And so they experience this in a very real way. And I think what Senator Kelly is asking the administration to do is not unreasonable. He's just saying, before you lift Title 42, can you just show us the plan? Uh, and, and again, Senator Kelly talking to our sister station, KTAR, in Arizona, uh, laid it out. And I love this. He was specific. He said, here's some things that the administration ought to be thinking about as they put together a, a plan. But how about a transportation plan? You know, how about uh, where are you going to uh, hire the, you know, the buses to um, move individuals from one place to another. If you got to keep people overnight, where are you going to house them? I've had these conversations with like Mayor Doug Nichols in Yuma as an example, and there is no facility to temporarily house migrants at this point. So I would want to see a facility and see it open and see a transportation plan and see what the increased number of border patrol agents are at the border. Where are they coming from? So those are all important questions, I think, that Senator Kelly is asking of the administration. Again, he is a Democrat and he's asking a Democratic administration, show your work. Don't just don't just tell me you have a plan. Show me your plan. Uh, You have you have to show the work and you have to be ready for that. Uh, And and just to clarify, uh, Secretary Mayorkas uh, mentioned Title eight as what will be in place and operative once Title 42 is lifted next week. Uh, under Title VIII, uh, migrants can seek asylum in the U.S. Uh, they can do that citing a, a credible fear of persecution or other physical threats within their home country. Uh, and the administration is saying now that it will return to Title VIII enforcement practices after Title 42 uh, ends. And again, that's scheduled to be lifted next Monday. Uh, and, and so that leads to a host of other things in, in terms of some proposals that have been out there in terms of allowing uh, those who wish to come into the country to seek asylum from where they are, the country that they're in, uh, so that we don't have all of this at the border or we don't have uh, that overrun situation that Senator Kelly was talking about. Uh, so all of those are, are things that have to get squared. I think one of the, again, communication challenges with the administration is they're, they're not sounding that certain trumpet, that certain sound in terms of here's where our policy is as it relates to in this case, immigration or health care or education, uh, whatever it might be. And, and that is where you're lacking. And when there is confusion, when there's confusion, the American people aren't quite sure what to do. And so what do they do? They get frustrated. And I think the frustration that's being felt by both Democrats and Republicans alike as it relates to our border, southern border in particular, and uh, people coming across it, uh, is because of the confusion in terms of what's really happening And what is the strategy moving forward? We know there's been a record number of encounters uh, along the border uh, this month and uh, through each of the months this year. And and so those are all things that we we have to deal with. We can't just wish it away. We can't hope it away. Hope's a great thing. Hope's really important. But hope is not a strategy. And I think what many are just calling on the administration to do is show us the strategy, share the strategy, and we can get behind it. We can be supportive of it. Uh, and we can actually get to some agreement on some things that will make that better for everybody. We're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. The stock market obviously is uh, all over the map today, mostly a downward map. Coming up, stocks on Wall Street uh, plummeted. Caleb Silver from ABC News is going to join us to talk about it. Should we be worried? What comes next? Stay with us right here on KSL News Radio.
Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.